I want you to remember a dessert that you had. Think carefully. Now, start telling me about that dessert. What was it like? How did it taste? Maybe you're not so good about what it was all made of. How it was put together. Did you speak to the person who made it? Did you make it yourself? Maybe you'll be a little bit vague about the details, but you remember the atmosphere. Now, perhaps if you're very good with words, you're going to be able to describe that in a way that really my mouth will be watering. And I'll be thinking, wow, I wish I was there. I wish I had that. An unrepeatable experience. A dessert that you just can't forget. Now, compare that with something like this. Uh, You're hungry? I've got food for you. Okay, that's a start, but it's not very appetising. Food is not very appetising. Why? (laughs) Because because it's not specific. People remember specifics. People remember concrete details. Now, if you're not into food or if you can't remember uh, dessert, then let's go to a different direction and think of a travel experience that you've had. People, if you go traveling to somewhere, maybe to another country at a time when that was possible, And then you come back after a long trip and people will ask you something like, what were the highlights? And chances are, as you look back at those memories, the chances are you're actually going to be focusing maybe a little, even a little bit less on the highlights and a bit more about what went wrong, what was unexpected, what was surprising. And once again, even though it might have been a trauma for you at the time, Uh, that you missed that plane or that you lost your passport, you will remember something good from it. Maybe some somebody who helped you out or or something that just worked out. As a result, it was kind of, you dodged a bullet. It was a lucky break, right? But once again, what you're doing is dealing with specifics. You're going to be able to relate not the whole of your trip, but one or two stories that were, it was really in the details and that's what, that's what made it memorable. And that's what makes you memorable too. I'm working with some uh, people who are running their own business at the moment and uh, when, they, when, it's, when they begin with their marketing and what to put on their website and these sort of things, they find it, what I find is that they get very very general (laughs) just so broad simple example i work with business owners let's say i work with business owners and individuals and organizations and (laughs) not-for-profits companies i mean you've pretty much covered the whole gamut there so if that's so broad then we've got to get specific because otherwise you're just a Walmart. You're a restaurant that just sells whatever kind of food. We sell food. It's not really uh, compelling, is it? Unless people are really, really hungry and they're just desperate just to fill their bellies with anything. 
So two, when you are marketing, market as a boutique in the one simple, single thing that you can do right now is to get more specific. Now, I'm not saying necessarily to pick a niche, to pick an industry, but if your service is as broad as I work with the health industry, well, that's not an industry. That's a huge industry. It's so big that it doesn't make me think of anybody in particular that you work with because the health industry is just so broad. And so... The key here is to find something specific, and the way to do that is to find someone specific. And I'm not not talking about finding a customer avatar or inventing some kind of imaginary client. I'm talking about a real specific person who you've spoken to who has said those very words that really should be or could be the headline on your website. And so rather than making a broadcast, rather than making a pitch and saying, here's what I do for everyone, I do everything for everyone, all right? If it's for everyone, it's for no one. It's far more effective to get really, really specific simple example is uh, somebody contacted me today and she said that she is just getting conflicting advice. She's a business owner, she's um, in the design space and she was saying, look, I'm, I'm, I'm just being pulled in multiple directions. <laughs> and each of those pieces of advice might be good but they might be different paths to different destinations. Or for that matter, they could be two different paths to the same destination. But one path is to the right, and the other path is to the left, and then eventually you have to turn. So if you take the right path, you're going to have to go right, and then up the hill, and then turn left and get to your destination. But if you take the left path, you might have to go downhill, and then, and then turn right, <laughs> and get to the same destination. And so you cannot take two different paths to the same destination. Both paths might get you there, but only one path is going to uh, is going to work at a time. All right, you can't keep swapping paths and then back to this one and to that one. So too, when you are getting uh, when you are when you are too broad, too general, people can't even see the path. It's only when it starts to get narrow. Once it starts to get specific, and a great way of doing this, as I say, is to relate something that one of your clients has said, has complained about, is frustrated by. Not frustrated by you, but frustrated by their own situation. And that specificity can make it much more concrete, much more relatable, much more memorable. Just like the travel experience or just like the dessert that you were describing to me at the beginning of this podcast episode. So if you find that who you help is too broad, what you do is has got too many things in it, what impact that has is just too general, then you are probably suffering from marketing vagueness And the solution to that is 
to narrow down. Not necessarily by industry, maybe narrow down by a particular problem, but definitely start to be more descriptive and more specific. And I think you'll find that you will start to get traction. This is the Imposter Syndrome podcast with Anthony English. Thank you for listening.